Oh, hey! Sorry I didn't see you there, this is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time machine is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! up time travelers welcome back to the time mouse sheet and podcast with me becca stogna and me hunter um becca guess what happened to me the other day what so it was tuesday morning and i was going to work and i had to wake up at i left my house at 6 30 in the morning and it was pouring down rain i couldn't even see outside my like even with the wind windshield wipers going i couldn't see anything yeah going it was dark i was trying to get on the interstate and all of a sudden i hear Oh, oh. Wait, um, what was that? And all of a sudden, my my light for my tires come on my car. The tire pressure went from 35 to 2 in a matter of 10 seconds. So I pull over on the interstate. My hazard's on. I'm going, um, what is going on? So I call my work and I say, hey, I don't know if I'll be able to come in today because my tire just blew. And so I said, do I wait for, um, what, what is that called? Triple uh, A? Triple A roadside assistance. Yeah. But I'm on the interstate and it's raining. And I said, or I wazed a tire place. That was about two, five minutes away. It was on the next exit. And so I go, I'm just going to go for it. Which is very, very dangerous. <laughs> Yeah. I did, but I was going really slow. So if the tire did pop and I was going to swerve, I was going to swerve that much. So I finally get it. And I'm the first person to be in this tire place. And I'm apologizing to the people that work there. As I open the door, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I know how it is. Like when you first open, you kind of want to have a couple minutes. But my tire just blew. He goes like, no, no, it's no problem. So I am in the waiting room. And that's the moment I knew this was going to be expensive. Because they got a nice waiting room. They got TVs. They got a little desk for little kids. Books. All, oh. all that stuff. And so, long story short, they couldn't repair it at all. So they had to give me a brand new tire. Yeah. And so, I was out $200. That's <laughs> um, not that bad. It wasn't, but when you're not expecting to spend $200. No, I trust, trust, I know. And at this point, it's like nine in the morning, eight thirty. I was like, okay. Yeah, I've been reaching the point where like, I haven't been able to hit that cycle of paychecks yet, where I have like enough money all the time, you know? Yeah, same. Since I've been like, you know, I just moved, and then like as soon as I moved, I had to pay my my full month's rent like right after I paid my prorated rent. So I haven't been able to like get caught up for a while. Mm-hmm. And I keep getting those texts from SunTrust that's like, your bank balance is below your threshold of twenty dollars. Yeah. And you're like, like oh, I, know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I hate. No, I know. I, know. I when I when I uh, spend the two hundred dollars, I said, I gotta look at my bank account. I just got it. I said it's not gonna change it. I always have anxiety looking at it. And so I was like, okay, just breathe. You're gonna get paid in like a week or two, and it will be fine. It'll be fine. But how's that for a Tuesday morning for you? Sounds pretty bad, dude. You you should see the tire. You should see the tire. All right. You know what's not bad? Some Disney 411. Well, if you put in here a story that I think you may have put in here, it's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. But anyway, <laughs> let's get into it. All right. First story. Disney Channel star Lee Allen Baker goes viral <sighs> for anti-mask speech at school board meeting. In the county where I grew up. So Lee Allen Baker played the mom from Good Luck Charlie. And she was at a county board of education meeting in an effort to stop the mask protocol. And, and it worked. Was, it, did, it worked? Well, yeah, our governor announced the other day that they're not going to like, it's going to be up to the parents whether or not they send their kids oh. to school with masks. Well, let me just tell you a little bit what she said. She said, my name is Lee Allen Baker. I'm a California refugee. God, that that uh, is so vile. I gave up. I think I watched the video. She was kind of telling a joke, but whatever. I gave up everything no. there. Yeah. A really successful Hollywood career, television shows. I gave it all 
up for freedom and to come to this friendly place in Tennessee and be greeted with open arms. And I love it here. And then she went on to explain her reasons about why she is opposed all this. And she went on to say, the actress went on to refer to the meeting as a clown show <laughs> and said that she felt empowered by the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, the Federalist Papers, and also the Bible. These guarantee my freedom and yours and our children's to breathe oxygen. So, good luck, Charlie, for all what that. If, what if she had ended her speech like that? If you want your brain to receive air, well, good luck, Charlie. God. Okay. No one wants to wear a mask. Right. No one is like, yay, but we're going to do it. Yeah. You know? Yes. It's I I, I didn't want to pay two hundred dollars for my 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 tire, but guess what? I had to, and it was better for me because otherwise I won't be able to go anywhere. It's just I don't I I I I That's all I gotta say about that. Yeah, and we're still in a place where like the majority of children are still not like eligible. Yeah, like I think anybody twelve and under is still not eligible. Yeah, twelve and under. That. It's ah. just, yeah, I mean, that's all we have on. Any more, any more things to say about her? I mean, she, I remember last summer, too, she was already, like, people already yeah. knew that she was anti-mask and vax or whatever, because she said some stuff. And yeah. Eric Allen Kramer, who plays the dad, had tweeted, like, tweeted something about it and was like, not my wife in real life or, like, Ooh. something like that. I can't remember what he said, but it was very much disowning yeah. her. But... Just to imagine, just, I don't, not only like this meeting happening, but imagine it's a former Disney Channel star who gets up. You're like, what? Of course. Like, of isn't course. that a problem? Good luck, Charlie. I didn't know she moved to Tennessee. I didn't either. It's just unfortunate. What What if you run into her? I would. I'll yell, I'll yell at her. Yell at her and be like, I love your work. No. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh going to another person who I do love their work is Christy Carlson Romano. This is a different story that does not yes. revolve around this meeting. Okay. Right. So Christy Carlson Romano uploaded a video to her YouTube channel called The Truth About Disney Channel and where she opened up about her experience working on the Disney Channel as a teenager. She went on to say that her and Shia LaBeouf um, had david hasselhoff's old dressing room from Baywatch, and she also said and i quote there's also kind of like set politics here's some tea for you guys and she continued every set has some people that don't get along on my set from time to time it was like me and shia but i think there were other people that didn't get along well either and she also added that shia LaBeouf's father was a very negative presence amongst everybody on on set and so she went, if you watch the video, it's on her YouTube channel. She doesn't really say that much that you're like, oh, what? Yeah. She went on to say that she tries to keep a good relationship with Disney and will do anything that, let's say like, hey, promote this. Hey, post this on their channel, blah, blah, blah. Because she still wants to reap the rewards. You know, just have having those people in your circle. Because she talked about how Raven got her new show and then Hilary Duff was going to work on Lizzie McGuire, the new one. And then she, she just said it's for her. It's always good to have their, um, their in her ear, I guess. She said, they said that she's too young to be a mom or anything. She said she'd do anything, but she said she's not going to be sad if it never happens, but she's hoping that yeah. keeping those connections will pay off in the end. Which I'm saying, just give Christy a show. Uh, clearly she's she's hurting for money based on that tiktok she made oh yeah i don't think she's hurting for money well yeah but she's probably not like wealthy wealthy no she's more wealthy than me well yeah <laughs> i'm sure she's not like oh two hundred dollars for a tire you know maybe, yeah maybe she's like uh oh, four thousand for something right so disney channel if you're listening just let christy carlson be a teacher on a show just let her come on 
Speaking of teacher, oh wait, and that's all of Disney four on one. I'm sticking okay. to it. <laughs> oh well, and speaking of and speaking of teachers, and speaking of teachers, what are we talking about today? Let's continue our back to school month with a very interesting episode. Yes, we are talking about Hannah Montana, season two, episode one, titled "Me and Rico." down by the schoolyard finally a season premiere that makes sense yes it aired on april 23rd 2007 and it was promoted as a part of hannah montana's freshman high five so to promote the new season and to promote that miley and her friends were in high school now they had this week long of premieres that every night was a new episode of hannah montana and it was called hannah montana's freshman high five and this kicked off the week on a monday um, and also, and did you know that every Hannah Montana episode is a reference to a song? I did not, but I do. I do know that this one is. Yeah. So this one is reference referencing the song title "Me and Julio Down by the Schoolyard" by yeah. Paul Simon. So there you have it. What you? What was your initial reactions to this episode? There kept moments kept happening where I was like, I've seen this before. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was a normal episode. Like, oh, great. For the most, for the most and part. And then for some reason, it took a bizarre turn. Something so weird happens, so, like, midway through this episode yeah, that was never so, explained. A quick synopsis. Miley and the gang start their first day of high school. And it turns out she gets a, a text that says, I know your secret. And it turns out Rico is the person who sent her the text. And so Rico is kind of torturing them. And then you have Jackson being introduced to this new guy named Thor and he's kind of a nerd. So there you have it. So when the when the episode started, it starts with the Hannah Montana concert. Yeah. And she goes, all right, guys, school starts tomorrow. And everyone- Everyone booze. I said, that was me. Yeah. That was me. And then she goes, wrong noise. Oh no, she goes, let me hear you. And then everyone booze. And she goes, no, wrong noise, wrong noise. We all got to do it. So let's get up there and say, yeah. And everyone started screaming with her. And then it cuts to Miley at the beginning of the next morning with Billy Ray, Ooh. Robbie Ray, trying to <laughs> wake her up. She's like, no, no, which is me. <laughs> Very funny. So growing and and Robbie Ray's like, you got to get up and say, yeah. And he's like, where's Snooze button? You got to love when children's entertainers are having their concert and they're like, how many of you guys go to school? They're like, yeah. I so, I went to this concert. This reminded me of like, I went to see this children's entertainer, like this children's musician that I loved when I was in like kindergarten or first grade. But the show was in the middle of the day. So my mom like took me out of school to go. And we went to the mm-hmm. show and he starts playing this song about the school bus. And while he's like playing the song, he's like, how many of you guys skipped school to be here? And I was like, he knows, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I can't think of a concert I went to as a kid that was on a school night. I guess it was Sunday during night. the day. It was at like a Monday, like 11 in the morning. Oh. It was weird. But you know how like Robbie Ray was trying to wake uh, yeah. Miley up and he threatened to get the bucket, the water bucket? The water bucket, yeah. And he and she goes, you wouldn't. And then Jackson runs in soaking wet. So growing up, was there a certain way your parents would try to wake you up? Or were they like, if you miss the bus or miss school, it's on you? I didn't ride the bus until I was like in high school. Okay, so did they wake you up for high school? Um, I'm, By that time, I was pretty good about waking up by myself. But when I was yeah. younger, my dad would come in and, like, jump on the bed or, like, shake me. Or... <laughs> You're two. <laughs> You're like, whoa! <laughs> I just go, I'm like, <laughs> You're out the window. You're like, oh, we're here. When I was growing up, <laughs> shake you, gee. You know, like, not Shaking... like... Shaking baby syndrome. No, 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 no. Like, you know, like a, like a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a push shake, not like a. a push. Grab, not a like, push. like. So we got jumping out of bed, shaking, and now pushing. I think you're, I'm not getting picked up and shook like a doll. <laughs> like from Monsters, Inc. Um, growing up, my mom would wake us up. And me and my brother shared a room the majority of my childhood. And she would go, it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up in the morning. And then cut to when I was in high school, she literally would open up the door so freaking fast and literally shut my lights on so that she goes, she would go, get up. 
<laughs> I was like, gone are the days with a little nice song. My dad would sing a lot, and I would be like, <laughs> you know, like I don't just make grunts. I'm so perplexed. I think I'm coming across very much the wrong way. It's okay. So we'll far figure, in this episode, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But yeah, like going back, my mom or like my dad, whoever my my dad usually was gone for work, but my mom literally would be like, get up. And like, I was like, geez, like she would open it so ferociously. Gosh. Yeah. Anyway. So like we said, this is about the first day of high school, not the first day of school of like any school, the first day of high school. Which so is what a was, big deal. It's a big deal. What were your feelings about the first day of high school? Nervous, but excited at the same time. Mm-hmm. I feel like these episodes that we have been watching just like perfectly capture the feeling of what it feels like to be like the first day in like a new school or the first day in a new grade and you're like yeah yeah I remember feeling very grown up that I was in high school yeah and my sister was a senior when I was a freshman and so I rode with her to high school and so she parked in the senior parking lot and so I walked in with kind of her friends and stuff oh shoot so i thought i let's just say i thought my poop didn't stink you were hot you were hot shit yeah the line when, of this when miley and lily first get to school and go junior boys <laughs> senior boys <laughs> that like i have seen that clip so many times i think it must have been in a commercial or something yeah because that lives rent free in my head yeah they were very so then it cuts to Miley and Lily are in the school. The school layout is very odd. Yeah. It's like a courtyard with lockers. Is it outside? Is it an inside courtyard? But there's grass. It looks like it's outside. But there's grass. And then, so I'm not sure. Um, but then Jackson is comes through the scene. And Miley's like, hey. And Jackson goes, no, I'm not talking to you. So he's a junior. He's a junior. He's a freshman. Okay, so. More like I, junior teacher's assistant. Right. <laughs> exactly. Jason Earl's age is showing in this episode. I texted Becca about it. And did yeah. you? There were certain, he had sunglasses on his head. And I said, those are um, dilated. <laughs> those are dilated glasses. No, but going back to Jackson not wanting anything to do with Miley because she's a freshman. So like I said, my sister was a senior when I was a freshman. So when I was a senior, my little brother was a freshman and in high school. And we would pass each other in the hallway sometimes. And he says to this day that he would wave at me and I would pretend I didn't see him. I don't yeah. think that's true. Nowadays, if I saw him in the hallway, I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But I I remember when I was, this is uh, this is kind of icky, but I remember when I was when I was a freshman, my sister was very popular. She was. As a senior, she yeah. was. I would be like, yeah, that's my sister. Like, that's my sister. <laughs> like, oh, wow, okay, okay. I would use her a street cred. <laughs> now, cut to when I was a senior and my brother was a freshman. I, without a doubt, no, he did not use me as street cred. Uh, <laughs> my brother's Willy Wonka. <laughs> How dare you bring that up again? <laughs> um, but, you know, it's his loss. It's his loss. So... Miley and Lily are just making sure they're they have no zits. Their their pits don't stink. They they got no boogies. They well, got, apparently Lily has a fat zit on her forehead because Miley like yanks her beanie down over her eyes. Right, and Miley makes it so obvious. Miley goes, "Yow!" <laughs> of course she does. It's Miley. Like she has this, like she could have gone, "Really, you have a zit?" She literally was like, oh, yeah? go 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 go." <laughs> well, she also is like. Ooh, it's like first day of high school, can't embarrass myself, and then busts out the loudest evil laugh in the middle of the cafeteria. Yeah, they're not subtle at all. No. So when, so Lily asks for some cover-ups and makeup for the zit, and she, and Miley unzips her book bag, and there's a teddy bear in it. And she brought the teddy bear because she was nervous on the first day. And she also said the bear wanted to see the school. Also, when she unzipped the book bag, there was nothing in there. Of course I wasn't. There's nothing except the bear. <laughs> I said, where are your books? Where's your calculator? Probably in her locker. Then why not? 
Did you use your locker in, in high school? Yeah. I didn't. But I would start, I would do like, I would have to plan my day around my locker stops, depending on like where it was. So I would have like, you know, my first, second, third, fourth period stuff all in my bag and then make a stop and like change it out. We, but my we book bag was heavy, like all the time. <laughs> it was heavy. See, we didn't have time to, I didn't put anything in my locker. I just, I just knew what I had to bring that day and just brought it. And when we moved, so I moved to a new high school, not, not like a new school, but like a, the new high school was built. Yeah. So everyone moved to the new, uh, new and improved high school and they didn't put lockers in the high school. They didn't? Mm-mm. That's crazy. Because we only had like 10 minutes between classes and literally no one had time to go to their lockers. Because sometimes your locker was on the first floor, but you were on the second. And Dang. so... Yeah, so when I'm my senior year is when we moved to the new, the newly built high school, and there was there were no lockers. That's crazy. No lockers. So Miley gets a text while her and Lily are talking about her bear, and it says, "I know your secret, and I'm going to, and I'm going to reveal it at lunch." And obviously, she thinks the secret is Hannah Montana. Yeah. And then she said, "What? I have one thing to, I have one thing to say about why she." like in her mind how she got caught but then she says it's going to be revealed in lunch so she said in the next two hours <laughs> so i said you mean to tell me these people don't have to be at school till nine because i'm assuming lunch the earliest lunch time is at 11 you know because yeah. my what time do you have to be at school my first period started at 7 20 7 20 yeah, our our times were so bizarre. Like first period started at seven twenty, and last bell, like when we got out, was two twenty seven. <laughs> like what? Is, oh, see, ours went so from weird. ours went from through uh, eight eight fifteen to three fifteen. That was a school day. So, so there's like, so there's a picture that the person at this point. Do we know it's Rico? No. So we don't know it's Rico. No, she gets the text and she's like, who's like, they don't know whose number that is. They don't know whose number it is. And then later on the episode, it's revealed. Later, yeah. Well, cause this teacher is like, we have a new student. He like skipped a couple grades. So he's a little bit younger. And then Rico walks in, walks up to Miley and is like, to get my texts. <laughs> Which Moises right, Arias is always vile. But in this episode, he is like, just... he's like, a, he's like a Casanova in this episode. Yeah. The way he. So, but there's a picture that reveals her secret. So in my mind, this picture has to be Miley getting off the stage of one of her concerts mid-wig pull-off. Otherwise, right. what's the secret? What's the picture? I know. Her, her dressed up as Hannah Montana. Okay, you look like Hannah Montana. Like, it, it has to be such an incriminating picture that, oh, this Miley is posing as Hannah Montana. You but know, I can also I can also understand like if you have a secret that is that big and that prevalent that like anytime anybody would say anything secret, you would just go into full panic mode. Like no, it wouldn't even matter. No, yeah, I I understand why she thinks it's the Hannah Montana secret. My thing is Rico says he has a picture. Hmm. He's gonna send it. What in her mind does she think the picture is? I don't know. That's what I'm saying is like, in order for the students to believe this, it has to be very incriminating, like her coming off stage. Like mid-wig, yeah. Mid-wig pull. It can't just be like, oh, look, it's it's Hannah Montana on the street close to where Miley Stewart lives. Like, yeah. okay. I just don't think it was, I'm, I'm just like, what was the picture? Did Oliver have on like five extra shirts in this episode so he would look more buff? No, he had a, he had a, um, a muscle suit on. That's what it was? Uh-huh. Okay, I was so confused. Yeah. So while Lily and Miley are trying to figure out who sent it and are like, who who said the secret? They think it's Oliver and Oliver, it comes down the stairs with like this giant muscle suit on. So no one would think that was believable, obviously. No. But you need to tell me he's like sitting in class with that on. I literally just thought he had on like three extra shirts because he's already got on. If it's the first day of school, it's probably like August. And he's got mm -hmm. on a long sleeve with a shirt over it. And then you can see another white shirt under that shirt. No, he has a so muscle. He, he has a muscle suit on because you can tell like when he's pretending to flex. Yeah. 
the biceps that are like popping out. So he's literally wearing at least three shirts and a muscle suit. Yeah. Why? <laughs> and it's August. So he's going to have heat stroke in about four seconds. Yep. So should we talk about, so before we go more into the main plot of Miley trying to get this secret out, not from yeah. going to the we public. We gotta talk about Thor. I gotta talk about mm, Jackson Rod Stewart and his storyline. Thor. 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 For a second, I could not tell if this kid was supposed to be from the Midwest or like Canadian. Yes, it's very, very weird. He goes, don't you know? He says, don't you know? Or he's like, I didn't know anything was Midwest until he started talking about milk and cows and churning butter. Yeah. It's so like this guy is just really outgoing, really. I don't even know how to describe him. Loud. Obnoxious. Socially inept. Yeah. And then Jackson doesn't want anything to do with him, but his friends keep setting him up that he like becomes friends, not friends with him, but they tell him like Jackson's the welcoming committee. So he goes to see Jackson. And then from then on out throughout the whole episode, he thinks Jackson is his best friend. This hot girl who is probably at least eight years Jason Earls Jr. I was thinking I was thinking the same thing because Jackson makes a comment about how hot she is. And I'm like, she's probably like 17 and he's sitting over there a full 40. Yes. Yes, exactly. (laughs) A ripe 40. And he's like trying to flirt with her. And then Thor comes up and he's like, oh, I was hoping I could sit here with my new best friend and talk about milk and the the cows and chewing the cud. I can't do accents, but. And then he was, (laughs) it was pretty good. Thanks. And then Jackson was turning red or something like that. And he, I put it in my notes. He goes, a cow's udder on a cold day. That's all I wrote. And I think it's because he looks red. Like your favorite. How's utter on Maybe a cold he meant that day. he looks shriveled and old. Maybe. <laughs> hey, you know, that's that's a good option. So then that's kind of like the whole thing with him for now is he just keeps butting into Jackson's life. Yeah. And he's like, will you leave me alone? You're so weird and so kooky crazy. So then we come back to Miley in her class, and that's when she figures out it's Rico. He transferred. No, he skipped a couple grades. He skipped a couple grades, yeah. And so then they go to his locker. What happens? Miley and Lily are talking about something, and Lily's like, something I want, like, I would want your jewelry and your wardrobe. Oh, and your shoes. And Miley's like, turn around. I'll give you one of my shoes. <laughs> yeah. Like, like fully her. makes a foot up your ass joke. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then they just kind of, now it's like the bidding war of like, what does Rico want? Yeah. In order for the secret not to come out. Well, they're they're trying to. Oliver is the locker doctor, so he'll like the locker hit, doctor. He'll hit every locker in a certain place, and it'll open. Which like, mm-hmm. where was he when I was in middle school and needed a rubber glove to open my locker because my hands were so sweaty? <laughs> not a rubber glove. That was what my mom told me to do. My hands Why? were sweaty, and I would. It stopped in high school, but my hands would get sweaty, <laughs> and I would get nervous, so I couldn't get a good enough grip on the lock to like turn it. So, so I couldn't a... get my locker open. <laughs> Becca, so you took out a rubber glove? You're like, wait, wait one second, guys. Yeah, like a plastic, like, latex. Look at my latex. Yeah, no, it was. Jeez. My eighth grade crush was like, are you trying to be Michael Jackson? And I said, who? It was before his death. (laughs) It was before his time, his death. (laughs) So, yeah, I guess you really need, well, you were kind of looking like a doctor with your latex glove. (laughs) I was the locker doctor, just not in the same way. Right. They're, they're trying to find Rico's locker, and Oliver opens some, like, random dude's, like, football dude's locker. Uh-huh. And the dude starts threatening him and is like, what are you doing crammed inside my locker? And Oliver's comeback is, my mom's a cop, and then he runs away. <laughs> yeah. He also called, <laughs> the, the upperclassman, I'm assuming, calls him fresh meat. Yeah. And she's, like, one of those things that said, when I was a, a senior... Or like when I was a freshman, no one ever was like, no, nobody does me. that. You always think it's going to happen because it's in like every show and movie and then nothing happens to you. No one even, no one even pays attention to you. No. That's, that's the most accurate thing is like the upper class <laughs> don't pay attention to you. But no one's like out like making fun of you because you're a freshman. No. You know what I mean? It's funny. Yeah. So the bidding war of how they can stop Rico from 
spilling the beans about the Hannah secret. It's basically Rico wants Miley to be his girlfriend. Yeah. To get uh, street cred, to like get like popular. Here's the thing. Miley is also a freshman. No one in other in the upperclassmen knows who she is. No. So, and so he's what you just want street credit in the freshman class. Well, maybe they're just like, oh, this eight year old is cool because he's pulling. Like, I guess. But I don't know. I'm just like shoot for the stars. <laughs> there must be an upperclassman when that she, you have dirt on. When she looks at him and is like, I just got lost in your eyes. Your Beady little eyes. Miley's acting. Miley is once again acting with every muscle in her face in this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Disney Channel acting school. They should have added that rule. True. So then we um <laughs> then we cut to one of my favorite scenes. Robbie Ray Stewart all alone. Robbie now. Ray all alone. This is me living by myself. Like this is what I am like. He is, he has a bathrobe on, his jammies, and he's jamming out with his guitar. He's singing about how he's so happy that the kids are at school so he can pick his nose and, and he can take dance a nap. Around. <laughs> and he can dance around in his underwear. <laughs> Which is like all things that I do. And then Jackson and, comes home and he's like furious. Right. And then he reminds Jackson. He So Jackson goes on to tell Robbie Ray about how weird this guy is. He has a weird accent. He dresses funny. He doesn't get it. He doesn't get like what it's like to be a teenager in Malibu. And then... Robbie Ray reminds him that that's how he was. That's how Jackson was when they moved here when he was a freshman. So that means that's a timeline that, cause I was curious. I said, okay, when did Miley, when did their family move here? You know? Mm-hmm. So they've been here at least two, they've been to, in California at least two years. Yeah. Cause Jackson is a junior now. And they show this scene of Jackson walking in on the first day of his freshman year, looking like a light up cowboy yeah in a fit that i would honestly wear well in a fit that i've seen people wear in my high school yeah wait what yes people would go to school like that oh yeah (laughs) 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 that's what i would hear in the hallways i'm sure so it was just a friendly reminder that jackson was also oh yeah when jackson was like he's such a hick i said not jackson's saying a hick i know oh and Oh, he has like a, so Jackson in the flashback has a giant belt buckle that's has like rhinestones and stuff all over it. And they're all laughing. His friends now in the flashback are laughing at him. And they're like, look at your belt, blah, blah, blah. And Jackson goes, oh yeah, you like my bling? <laughs> they're like, you mean bling? Looking goes, not a day younger than 32 in this flashback. Right, he actually looks older. <laughs> I said, is this a flash forward? I would be like, what is this old man rodeo clown doing in my high school? <laughs> what is Larry the Cable Guy doing here? Larry the Cable Guy wishes he dressed that nice. Right. I can't think of another another old... He's person. he's serving us more Jeff Foxworthy than anything else. Jeff Foxworthy has like a button-down blue shirt and that's about well, Larry it. Larry the Cable Guy wears flannels with the sleeves torn off. Okay, we'll say howdy doody. Sure. He lo- he's looking like howdy doody. And then, so, obviously, Robbie Ray gives him the words of wisdom that we all wish we could have from Robbie Ray. And Jackson understands and goes back to school. And then, it's, I forget what happens where he goes to school, but this is the first, or maybe not the first, but the first we've seen of, I said good day. Yeah. I said good day, daddy. That Jackson said. And then... Then we cut to... Wait. Then we get a reprise. Of Robbie oh, yeah. when he, he says, Jackson is gone, and I'm so happy. Go go upstairs and take me a nappy. <laughs> and the studio audience goes crazy. But but before we move on, what does what does Robbie Ray do? What does he do? What does he that, do? That apparently. I'm assuming he manages Hannah Montana's career. Yeah. Shouldn't you be making calls? <laughs> Shouldn't you be booking? Hey, everybody something? needs a day off. He does, but it sounds like the way they played it was like, this is what he does every day when they're Maybe at school. Maybe it is. I guess this is like Hannah Montana's off season. The week? Maybe. The week. The, the whole Han- week. The whole, Sorry, the whole Hannah week. Montana is a weekend only performer. 
Aren't all performers? No. I've never been to like a Tuesday night concert. My first concert back post COVID was on a Tuesday night. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Well, they don't live a double life. Very true. <laughs> Hannah Montana has a Kyle. Nor are they 14. They are all fathers with children. So <laughs> Miley Stewart has a calculus, calculus exam. She can't play at the Madison Square Garden. <laughs> so then. Yeah, go ahead. We're back at school. This. They found Rico's locker and they open it. And, and this is where it took. <laughs> so Hannah Montana is a bizarre concept in general. Sure. But this is when it took a bizarre, bizarre turn. So they open his locker. Rico's locker. Rico's locker. To try and find his phone so they can get his blackmail photo. I don't even... It's like a the, rainforest environment and a monkey arm. A giant monkey arm. A giant, like a chimpanzee at minimum. Yeah. Starts like slapping Oliver around. And then they also say that there's a snow cone machine in there. Yeah, like, the, well, how big is your locker? The post. Did you watch the post credit scene? Yeah, where he gives like the snow glo- the snow glo- yeah. the snow cones. Yeah. So now I'm thinking, wh- how how what how how did the monkey get there? Right. How did all the greenery get in there? So you're telling me the monkey needs food, the monkey needs water, the monkey needs exercise. Is Rico- a snow cone machine? And with it, so there's a monkey. There. Ha- okay, let's break it down. What's in Rico's locker? There's a monkey. I'm assuming there's food. I'm assuming there's water. I'm assuming there's trees to climb. Some kind of machine to make rainforest sounds. Yes. Did I already mention greenery? Yeah. Okay. Then now there's a machine to make ice cones. No books. No books. No binders. No, no pencils. No books. No binders. No pinchers. Just a monkey. So I'm like, does Rico take it home? Does he bring it? Is the monkey suffocating? If this is his first day at school, how did he but get like, that I, I'm like, so fast? Okay, I'm picturing this. As soon as you open the the locker, you just see like a monkey face. Yeah. And, and that's not how it is. How, so is everyone's locker this deep? I Like it's gotta be like five foot. Like, is every locker, is every locker Narnia? Or just Rico's? Like it, like the more I think about it, the more my brain's about to split in half. It's, you just can't think about it too much. I can't it think about it. Doesn't make any sense. There's nothing logical about it. No, there's nothing at all. But that's this episode. Like, like this episode was just like a standard. Like, so this is what I like is when they, so like with the with the um with a show like this, like with a secret. I like, I like when it's used as a plot device and not yeah. just oh. There was a Hannah Montana scene in the beginning, and the rest is like stuff about Miley, which is fine. But I just think it's more creative when you use it as a plot device. So I thought this was a great plot device using like, oh, this Rico knows the Hannah secret. And I think it's really hard to put Rico in the main plot line because yeah. he doesn't know the secret. But what I'm saying is this episode started like very grounded is not the right word. Well, it is. It's grounded for Hannah Montana. Grounded for Hannah Montana. And now this is just absurd. And now it has gone into absurdism. Like it's absurdism. Brechtian territory. At its finest. And then of course they have to throw in a Planet of the Apes reference when Oliver's like wrestling the thing. Yeah. Like who's oh, yeah, he, for, it takes Oliver. For the parents of the kids, I guess. Yeah. And then so then that monkey will come back into play at the end. But then Jackson finds out that Thor, they told Thor that in order to for girls to like you, you got to churn butter. Which, so all, oh, what kind of buffoon? So that means he brought a, he, he's now turned a cloning woman on the, on, <laughs> on the wing churning butter. Oh my God. <laughs> Was the butter a, churned in his locker? Does everybody just have an absurd object in their locker? I guess so. Everyone's is allowed one absurd thing in their life. <laughs> Wait, Miley's, the two absurd things. What's the second? The snow cone machine. No, his absurd thing is his locker. You need to oh. have an absurd locker or an absurd secret. Okay. You can't have both. You can't have both. Um, so Miley, I mean not Miley, Jackson sees this and all the girls are crowded around him, so it's working to the bullies dismay. Well they're I making think. they're making fun of him though. I know. You make fun of me, Riz. 
Some people are so touchy. <laughs> so then Jackson's like, you guys got to stop, basically. Yeah. I wrote for this show. It's good. <laughs> um, he goes in, the way he turns butter. Horrible. Abhorrent. And then, of course, he gets sprayed in the face. And he goes, sweet niblets. Yep. But Thor does it like on Revenue. He goes, chugga, 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 like that. Yeah. And then Jackson is just Jackson. Like, like a jackhammer. Jackson like, the jackhammer. God. And then it explodes because he hits a air bubble. And that's kind of the ending of that storyline. Yeah. You just find out that Jackson throws a, him a bone and his hair for him because he's new. So then Miley, Rico's sitting on Miley's lap. Yeah. Because they can't get the phone. Oh, that's what it was, is they were in Rico's locker now, and Miley's, like, distracting him, and then they just can't, they don't have the phone. She's trying to distract him, and, like, by saying she's gonna kiss him, but she has to, like, prepare. Yeah. And Rico sits on her lap. When does he say daddy likey? I don't remember. He definitely says daddy likey, because it made me wretch. Ugh. Yeah, that's, that's a good wretch moment. But then they think, so they get the phone. Or what they think is the phone from the locker. And they open it up and it's uh spurts out water on Oliver. So it's a fake phone. Yeah. And Rico's like, duh, I have a new phone. And that's when Miley's like, you know what? I've had it. This is just gonna keep going on and on and on and on. She calls him a pathetic loser. <laughs> I wrote that down. I was like, geez. Because she's like, you know what, if you wanna if you wanna tell the Hannah Montana secret, go ahead because being with you and doing what you want is a lot worse. And then he flips it on him and he's like, I'm sorry. I'm just always the, the short and the smallest kid. I just I'm always to... the short. I'm always the shortest and the smallest <laughs> and the youngest in my class. And I just wanted friends. Blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, Miley's like, what? That's all you wanted? And offers to kiss him. I said, after all things he did to you today, no. And then what is it? What? What? You can. You can't trust Rico farther than you can throw him. Mm-mm. And you and can, you can throw be, him pretty far. You can throw him pretty far. So even further than that. So Miley finally is like, I'm going to kiss you in front of everyone because you're nice. On the cheek. On the cheek. That's important to know. On the cheek. Yes. Then as she leans in for the cheek kiss, he turns around and kisses her on the lips. And she goes like, yeah. He's like, yeah, baby. And then Miley calls him a weasel or something and runs yeah. after him. And that is when we figure out what the actual secret is. The damn bear. So Rico, the secret Rico was talking about was the bear that Miley brought to high school on the first day. And that was the photo. Well, she got he got a photo of her like kissing it, which I don't remember her ever doing. But me either. And the photo with, and this was two thousand and seven. The and phone, it's like a crystal clear. It's cr- like he was like two feet away from her, and then he chases. She chases him, and then Rico goes, "Monkey, help!" Because they're chase, getting chased by the lockers, and the monkey throws a banana peel. So okay, add to the list. There's bananas in there. Yeah. And Miley trips on it and falls, but it's a freeze frame. It's, so all you see that is, freeze frame is, oh my I god! I said so. Miley needs reconstructive surgery to her she, face. She like freezes. She's like, Ugh! and then it's it, like, ooh yeah, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you just hear it go, whoa, <laughs> exactly like that. It was just, it just took such a turn. Well, then the post credit scene: the monkey is now a snow cone vendor. And people are stopping by Rico's locker to this purchase is not- snow cones from the monkey. This is a health hazard. It's and then, of course, hazard. Oliver gets, like, red syrup gushed yeah. all over him because we love to cover our people in liquids on the Disney Channel. Of course. But <laughs> this, I I don't understand. The, I don't under This episode would have been fine without the monkey bit. I know. The monkey bit was so, it's so puzzling. It's so, it's so, it doesn't. It's just so random. It really just throws a monkey wrench in the whole 
uh, thing. I wish you were on mute for that. But... <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Why do you hate my humor? <laughs> uh, so, closing thoughts for this episode? Decent ep, you know, good time. Uh, good... I guess not as good a portrayal of the first day of school as others. Just it was like, it like the very beginning. The beginning definitely was, but then really we just set the go, tone. We go so off the rails. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. But before we really close the chapter on this episode, I think it's time for my favorite segment. Yep. It's called "You're Reading Disney Channel." You're reading Disney Channel. All right. You're reading Disney Channel is a segment that when we talk about a TV show or movie, we read a scene from that TV show or movie. We pick a character and we read the scene exactly how it was. So, Becca, would you... Oh, wait. Let me set up the scene. This is the scene where Miley and Lily um, walk into high school. And they're talking about... That's the very first scene after the theme song. So... Would you would you like to be Lily or Miley? Who takes the one Jackson line? Whoever is my I say whoever is hmm. I'd say whoever is Lily also takes Jackson's line. But you have to do it in a different voice. So we're not well, yeah, confused. Yeah, of course. Uh I'll I'll do Lily. I want to hear your Miley sound effects. Okay. And also, I already said the junior boys, senior boys line this episode. So all right, all right, all right. So I will be playing Miley, and you will be playing Lily slash Jackson for this one line. One line. All right. All you need to know is we're walking into high school. Right. And action. <gasps> junior boys. Senior boys. Can you believe it? Yesterday we were girls. Today. We're high school girls. Breath. Breath. Hit. Hit. Boogies. Boogies. Zit. Hit. You're good. You're. Yow! Let's move that little hat down. Oh, hey, bro. Junior, freshman, no bro, gotta go. Miley, I can't walk around like this all day. I look like a sock puppet. Do you have any cover-up? You brought Barry Bear? Put him back. I don't want anybody to see him. Then why did you bring him? Because it's a big day. I'm nervous and he wanted to see the school. Yeah, well, he's seen it. Now, would you sit it back up, please? Fine, but not all the way. He's afraid of the dark. Do you realize what would happen to your rep if people saw you with that bear? I can't imagine a more horrible first day of school. I can. Look at this text. I know your secret. Somebody knows I'm Hannah Montana. You sounded like if Robbie Ray played Hannah Montana for an episode. <laughs> I want that episode. Him and just Billy Ray and like the shitty blonde wig going, somebody knows I'm, <laughs> I'm Hannah Montana. I would pay money. And that was your reading Disney Channel. All right. We didn't do it for the Lizzie McGuire episode. We did it for Philip. No, we did. We caught it. We caught up. Yes. So, because this is the month of school, back to school month, we're going to grade this episode. So, what's your what's your grade? I'm going to give this episode a B minus, oh. just because of the the monkey. Just I can't get past the monkey. You know what? I'm also going to give this episode a B minus for that exact same reason. The monkey. Just, the monkey. The, the monkey. The monkey just ruins it, man. And the, the Planet of the Apes reference just made me groan. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so, I, yeah, I firmly, firmly believe in a B minus. So, along with that, what is the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? My Disney Channel okay. lesson is if you're trying to get someone to stop blackmailing you and you, th you think it's one secret and you go through all these hoops and ladders to get what you want, Make sure it's the right secret. A secret that's really matters. That's mine. My Disney Channel lesson is put something useful in your locker like books or textbooks or binders or pencils or your lunch or anything other than a monkey. A monkey. Or a butter churn or whatever 
the hell else it is that these people have in there. You think the monkey poops in the locker? I'm sure it does. Where else is it supposed to go? You think the monkey opens the lock and walks to the bathroom? Like, I need the monkey to be a reoccurring character. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to hear from this monkey ever again. I forgot to say, we forgot to say, do you remember what Robbie Ray called his alone time? No. His Robbie time? God. <laughs> so, Becca, if people want to know how you spend your Robbie time, where can they find you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca. That is H-E-Y-O. You can subscribe to my YouTube, Becca Stogner. I'm getting into the good, good 2000s Robin Williams content now. So we've got, um, you know, RV and all that stuff. Night at the Museum sort of on the horizon here. Um, you can also subscribe to and or follow my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group. We are YGSSG podcast on most of the socials. And if you type in Youth Group Survivor anywhere, we're pretty much going to be the first and only thing that comes up. And if you want to see how I spend my Robbie time, you can find me on Instagram at Real Hunter Martin, Twitter H Cameron Martin. And if you want to keep up with everything about this podcast, you can find us anywhere on any social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, literally just type in the Time Machine podcast. You'll find us. Rate and review us. Leave us a comment. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Send us a DM. We love talking to you guys. We want you guys to have so much fun listening as we have making this. So tune in next week when we have our final episode in the back to school month. Um, we, it's going to be a sweet episode. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. Yep. That's, that's all you're getting. That's all you're getting. All right, and uh, until next time, until that sweet, sweet next time, we'll see you later, time travelers. <laughs> I forgot what I was supposed to say. And buckle your seatbelts. <laughs>